Hello and welcome to the Lou Review. I'm Rosa and I'm here with Brooke and Cynthia and they have manic macarons. I had just interviewed someone else about their cookie making business and um, yours is very different in its focus. So um, do you want to introduce yourselves and uh, how you got started? You want to start Brooke? Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, my name's Brooke. Um, we went to high school together, and now we're much older than that. And, <laughs> and um, we have a background in psychology, and um, with our mission statement, we just kind of wanted to bring everything full circle, and Cynthia will elaborate a little bit more on it, because it's kind of her baby, the psychology oh, part of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, so, I'm mainly focused with the baking, and she's mainly focused. So have you been making cookies and, like... In mass for a long time? No. We started in April? Question mark? Yeah. Yeah? April? Yeah. So, hi. Sorry. Hi. I'm Cynthia, by the no. way. <laughs> no, you're totally fine. Um, yeah. So, we started this back in April, um, and we obviously spent the two, first two months troubleshooting, um, b- making macarons, just because they are such a finicky, temperamental um, dessert for any of those that have might have tried them themselves. Um, but yeah, like Brooke said, she's definitely like the, would you, would you be the bronze of the operation then? Mm-hmm. The like, the muscle work? The, the gold baking? metal. What do you oh. mean? I meant like the, the, the br- brains and the bronze, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's right. You did want to throw off all of the brainy psych stuff on her. So yeah, no, that's just leave you with the, yeah, no, I feel like we're pretty much 50, 50 in all yeah. of it. Honestly, mm-hmm. we just, um, she's very intellectual. She's You're a very intellectual, intellectual being. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like Brooke said, we both have our backgrounds um, in psychology. This is something that we're kind of like both passionate about. Do you both, um, are you in school at U of L? Is that right? Yeah, you... so that's a good question. Um, I currently am um, looking to go back to school to get a PhD in um, clinical psychology. I think that I want to study um, trauma in childhood, and mm-hmm. um, that's something that I find like I'm very passionate about. Like I love working with children, and I love exploring like the inner workings of the brain. And mm-hmm. um, I think trauma is something that a lot of people don't realize that they like have had experience with, and you know, defining what trauma actually is. So that's something that I. I'm kind of like looking to go back to school for obviously that's like a different story when you're studying for the GRE and you're kind of like oh man it's not just about applying it's also about like learning other things outside of it. So what got you interested in that? Um, so I guess like kind of just my own lived experiences as well as, um, I, I, I feel like I've always, I was talking with Brooke the other day about this, how like every job I've ever had, I've worked with kids Mm -hmm. and it never was intentional. It always just kind of happened. So like my first job, um, that I got, I worked, what was my first job? I was working at a McDonald's that had like a kitty playland. So we Mm -hmm. had a playground inside of our McDonald's. And so Mm -hmm. there was always a bunch of kids at that McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the next job I had was working at Kentucky kingdom and I didn't Mm -hmm. ask this, but they put me in like the kitty land area. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like like, you're like, I want to be a babysitter when I grow up. Oh yeah. No, it just, it just happened. People always, she has a nice (laughs) smile. The kids won't be afraid of her. Yeah. It's like, they're not intimidated (laughs) by this like six foot, like giant. And they're just like, no, she's smiling. I'm happy to have a very open, welcoming face. Oh, thank you. So you're okay. probably like loving the masks now because not as many people approach you and say like have to talk to you. Although if you are like me, it did made no difference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like your eyes are as welcoming as your smile, mm-hmm. unfortunately. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> the masks only help so much. Yep. <laughs> that's so true. So, but yeah, but not to like dive too much into mm-hmm. that, but that's just kind of something like I'm very passionate about working with kids. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's something that I would like to pursue. Mm-hmm. Um, I do currently work in a psych field right now, apart from Manic Macarons. Yeah. Or? So um, right now, Manic, Manic Macarons is like, we call it like our full time job. I always mm-hmm. use quotations whenever I say mm-hmm. that, but like it, it technically is because um, okay. we, that's basically our baby. Like we do mm-hmm. want to nurture that and grow into something and that's you're spending more, more than and you're spending like 40 hours or more a week on oh Mac- yeah Mac- <laughs> okay. well over okay <laughs> it is definitely but it's really rewarding and mm-hmm. um yeah like Brooke said there's a lot of work that goes into the, the inner yeah. working so but yeah but yeah. so that's me um Cynthia and then mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um so my background of psychology is a little different I don't yet have my degree I'm still working on my undergrad um in psychology okay I am working towards being an occupational therapist oh nice um so we are both former registered behavior therapists um which is kind of what kick-started my personal like push towards psychology and the like what I wanted to do with it um so we worked in a clinic that um was it was a therapy for autism yeah it mm-hmm. specialized in... right um actually before that i worked at um friend, friend school. school so that's probably where it kick-started now that i'm thinking mm-hmm. about it so um did you have to become a registered behavior technician in order to do those jobs or is that something that you went yes. into after starting those so jobs? um once we got the certification to be the uh registered behavior therapist mm-hmm. it was um it's an aba therapy so applied behavior analysis okay um do you have to have a bachelor's for that? Or uh, like, do you not. Don't. You said to have a high school degree. Yeah. And okay. basically a registered behavior technician works mm-hmm. directly under the supervision of a board certified behavior analyst, which is called a BCBA. Yeah. There's a lot of acronyms in this. I did just meet one of those the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they're so everywhere. That's the only reason I have any frame of reference for what you're telling me right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they like specifically look at behavior. So if you hear like uh-huh. BF Skinner in the Skinner box and they look at like oh. basically like operant conditioning um, versus like classical conditioning, which is more Pavlov. They look at like training people and looking at behavior and kind of like manipulating behavior in a sense. I'm sorry, all the BCBAs that are listening to me explain ABA. So <laughs> just, just ignore that and, and pretend like you know where I'm going, okay? So, I'm, let me narrow down the chronology because I'm a little. So, do you were in high school together? Did yes. you out of high school both get trained to be the registered behavior? No, we went our separate ways for a little okay. bit. Um, okay, and you. We always kept in touch, but yeah. that wasn't something that we pursued right away. And you're oh, working yeah. on your bachelor's right right now yes. Brooke and then Cynthia you got a bachelor's in psychology already yes is that what we did okay mm-hmm. but then you worked both as the registered behavioral yes therapist. so she actually studied abroad in Japan oh for yeah. um a year two almost about two years. a year and a half yeah, yeah almost, almost two, two years yes oh she God. came back goodness <laughs> and um she was just looking for a job and mm-hmm. um I was already working at the clinic, okay. and so we got her on there. Yeah. And then right. we just kind of followed each other after. <laughs> yeah. But even after, like, um, my college degree, I worked at Our Lady of Peace, which yes. is a psychiatric hospital yes. in Louisville. So, again, like, it's always been that background. Yeah. Um, the reason I went to Japan was to teach English abroad. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to kind of just get, like, some cultural experience. Sure. I've lived in Louisville my whole yeah. life, so it's kind of like I felt very sheltered about the mm-hmm. world. So I was like, you know, my first time leaving Louisville, I just graduated college. Like, go big or go home. Why yeah. not Japan? so right? yeah so <laughs> that's where that was um did everything you got come out of a vending machine of some sort oh man you will be <laughs> amazed at what you can buy outside of a, out of a vending machine in japan right? and they are 
everywhere. Like, in yeah. some of the most obscure locations. Like, I was in, like, the Inaka of Japan. What's Inaka? Um, oh, the Inaka just means uh, countryside. Okay. So, it literally translates to countryside. Okay. Um, so, basically, you like... You were the, out in the sticks. I was out in the Kentuckys of the... <laughs> <laughs> Not the Louisville parts, like, the other the parts of Kentucky. Japan. <laughs> yeah. And so, it's kind of like... Um, there would just be vending machines, like, in, like down a, a dark road where it's just, like, nothing but rice paddy For fields. For food, drinks, shoes, typically, <laughs> Typically drinks. Uh-huh. Um, the ones that are, like, food or clothing related uh-huh. definitely were more so in the cities, okay. like, the bigger cities for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't live in Tokyo, but, like, mm-hmm. I heard that you could buy, like, alcoholic beverages oh, inside yeah. of some of those vending machines, I too. I believe that. I mean, yeah, during COVID, so. we almost got that point here. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's a good point. But that wouldn't mix well with a whole lot of psych drugs that you probably have heard of. So how did you start talking about doing this cookie side of the business? What You guys were already working together. So how did the cookie thing start? Were you making cookies at work and came up with the idea? or um, That so... was you. <laughs> that was Brooke. <laughs> so when um, COVID hit, um, I started watching the British Baking Show. Yeah pretty obsessively okay it's um, a good show it's a good show <laughs> yeah. colorful there's your culture right there yeah. she didn't even have to go anywhere i know right i got mm-hmm. i got it in my living room and they pull people from the continent and all over they it's do. not just british people yeah. on the show yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i was really um, impressed with that so once i got into that i started baking um a lot of breads and mm-hmm. other like pastries and stuff hashtag um, quarantine chef yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my Snapchat story looked like. Um, and then we, I think at Costco, it was at Costco, we mm-hmm. found, like, a box of macarons. We had never had any. Yeah. And so we, like, tried them, and we we're like, oh, my gosh, these are incredible. We wow. being her and yeah, me and my fiance. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was still working, not with her yet. <laughs> but, um... So we tried them and fell in love with them, and I wanted them every single time we went from there on, but they never had them, and they were super expensive. They were so expensive. They are so expensive. And so I tried making them, because, like, hello, Betty Crocker over here. Mm. And then what happened the first time? They turned out awful. They were awful. (laughs) They were so bad. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Like, this is insane. And Cynthia was over, and, like, she had tried some. We had her and her boyfriend over for a day night. They were delicious. Like, okay. they still tasted like sugar and almond flour. Oh. You know, that you can't ruin that taste, but they were not so they a macaron. Burnt. Uh-huh. They were just... No, they just like, didn't they tasted any. okay. They it were was just, the texture. It, yeah. Oh, my gosh. They were flat. It was literally a cookie. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a cookie. It was not, like, a delicate pastry. Mm-hmm. But, um... And then we just got to brainstorming and, like... She wanted to try making them, so she came over and we tried making them, and we yeah. were just like, "Yo, we can do this." Because like, I too had also watched the British Bake Off, okay. <laughs> as well as numerous, um, uh, what is it, the 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 Food Channel, the uh-huh. Food Network, where they have like the spring bakers and even like the little kid bakers, mm-hmm. and so you see this little eight year old kid baking macarons, and you think, "Oh, I could do that." If an eight year old kid exactly. can do that, yes. can I live with myself if I can't do it when this eight year old? Right, mm, that's the question. <laughs> it took right. us. It took us probably. Two or three months to get a recipe down to where yeah we weren't crying every day. So like, are there not written recipes that? That's yeah. the problem. That's oh the my problem. gosh! Okay, so there's 
so it's it's so crazy because it's feel like anyone that's ever made macarons understands that like there is a certain process that you have to do but on top of that everyone has their own way of making them and for some odd reason if you don't make it the right way it will come out bad but everyone makes them differently it's like is it because people have different ovens with different yeah, settings it's there's everything. so many it's ovens it's factors. humidity it's oh, it's yeah. the way you macaron it's your altitude it's, right it's altitude. everything yeah. everything the method that you use there are three different mm-hmm. methods we use italian mm-hmm. a lot the most popular is french mm-hmm. um but it it's everything wow everything yeah. everyone does it differently we're in a lot of groups. So the fact that you two can do it together the same way is like, what, a miracle? <laughs> I know, right? It's like we're like the only two people. Yeah. <laughs> the method. Like even no, down no. to like, I think the one thing that like, I didn't even realize that we do this, but like when you cook, we cook them on cookie sheets, mm-hmm. but we flip the cookie sheet so that the flat part is up and the little sides are facing down because mm-hmm. the heat could be blocked by those edges, which would cause the um, side yeah. ones not to rise. So it's mm-hmm. like even down to like little wow. tiny things it's like that. It's just little you know? quirky oh things. Like, yeah. yeah. It took two months to just figure out everything. Like it's Lord, like one thing. If goes you try wrong. to use a convection oven. Oh, um, it'd probably be better. Um, I know a lot of people use. You just have to tweak your time. Yes. And now that we have like the recipe down and the, mm-hmm. the technique and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like it's easier to kind of manipulate those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. temperatures like if you had to work with a different stove yeah I feel like it'd we be actually it would be easier to do a convection oven because right now we can only cook one tray at mm-hmm. a time mm-hmm. and so one batch will give us about three to four trays and so each oh, wow. tray takes 20 minutes and 30 seconds to the tea to bake and, and so if you it's had a convection like, oven to circulate just, the air then mm-hmm. you could use multiple yep. layers yeah. of it and without worrying about it obstructing the air exactly and we we've experimented with that okay. too like putting one like cat kind of like mm-hmm. a skew and then one on the bottom where it's kind of a skew and mm-hmm. so it's not like directly underneath the one on top and mm-hmm. it's like you don't they don't come out even okay. like it's like one tray at a time for like it would probably cut our baking time down tremendously. Yeah, yeah. significantly for sure. Like but you could do four times as much yes. at the mm-hmm. same time. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, so for all those people out there that are making macarons that are in the beginning stages of their process, keep like yeah, keep going. Like you got it, and, and if you, good luck. or don't come by ours. And if you if you <laughs> really, <laughs> we should talk about like what these two things have to do with one another because we have not talked about that. At yeah. All. yeah. Okay. So why is there a brain inside your macaron on this T-shirt that I'm wearing? So that that's kind of like uh, the manic behind our macarons. Um, I think the first time that we made macarons, we were just like when they came out right, we were just in such awe. At like the fact that they had come out successful, so excited. We were we were ready. We were ready to start. We were ready to start a business. Like oh I think at we're that like, moment, we got this. Let's go. Yeah, I think Brooke was like, um, we should call it. I uh, you said Mama's Max. Mama's Max. <laughs> and I was like, that's cute, but like I don't have but a she, kid. But she's not a mom. Like, yeah, so I was like, like where do I where do I fit in in this? I'll be your mama. Um, oh, and then, <laughs> I'll be your sugar mama. <laughs> yeah, and then it was actually Brooke's fiance Scott mm-hmm. that came up with the name because I think oh. he said, "Man, these are these, like these are manic." Like something about like I think the flavor we'd made we made was that the creme brulee one? Yep, that was oh. our first one. We never made it again. We have, but... we have not made it again. <laughs> My husband loves creme brulee, so if you yeah. do, let me know because I'll get some for him. I oh, think we're ready sure, to tackle yeah. it probably okay. now, but right. we were so out of our league yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, Man, these these macarons are manic. There he's like, There's just a lot of personality in this bite. And okay. we were thinking like Oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. manic, like personalities, like, you mm-hmm. know, like let's put two and two together, like, mm-hmm. you know, with psychology. Um, this mm-hmm. is something that we both, again, like have a background in a field in. And it kind of mm-hmm. just like from that name alone, we like literally, like, I think we looked at each other and we both knew. 
we were like, oh my God, manic macrons. Like, let's spread awareness about different mental disorders through macrons, you know? Like, so, like, what? How to binge eat cookies? Or, like, <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like, <laughs> so, like, because we have these backgrounds in psychology, we've come to realize that, like, um, especially with regards to mental disorders, that anything with mental health in general, um, it's always, you run into this issue where, um, like organizations or hospitals, you see that they're always like clinic, like chronically underfunded, understaffed and undertrained, Mm -hmm. um, mental disorders to this day are still highly stigmatized in society. Mm -hmm. And the thing is like, we always say like, we're not trying to normalize mental disorders because like mental disorders are technically the norm, like over 60% of people, suffer from or have suffered from some type of mental illness disorder you know something so that can be found known in the dsm exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> so even if that is like just generalized anxiety or like uh mm-hmm. depression like you know there's different types of depression out there like you can have um seasonal depressive disorder or you yeah. can Which have like is why we have our depression macron what is a depression macron is it already caved in sorry to cut you off yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so the idea behind our depression macaron is it is a black macaron. Um, what the flavor depression is, is very that? dark. It is a passion fruit. Yeah. So you so don't expect a black <laughs> thing to taste no, like that, a that passion goes back fruit. To, um, what we're trying to do, and it kind of like goes back to again, like using our macarons to spread awareness about different mental disorders. So with the depression macaron, it's all about like the reason why we made it a passion fruit is because we want to explain. You know, even though people who may be suffering from depression may be, feel like this overwhelming sadness, um, they're still full of life and still full of passion. You know? Oh my gosh! So, yeah. It is also <laughs> rainbow. The uh, buttercream on the inside is also rainbow to show that even though maybe on the outside you're showing that depression, like on the inside, you're still full of life. You're still full of life. It's and in there. You just got to get past these sad chemicals. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that's where we're at with that. Um, but again, it's just like to advocate for people who often can't advocate for themselves. I think that mental disorders are not only often overlooked in our society, but kind of just like stigmatized. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to that, it's, it is more than often the norm. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people do struggle with mental disorders. And even if you aren't struggling with, with one directly, you're yourself you know someone who does you know Mm -hmm. and it's not um these mental disorders aren't just something that impacts one person you know like I grew up with um a sister who had bipolar disorder and I have two younger brothers that are on the autism spectrum disorder Mm -hmm. who have a diagnosis Mm -hmm. um and it's kind of like you realize that it's not something that just affects one person in that family it affects that entire family Mm -hmm. you know and in since in turn it affects an entire community you know so um that's what we want to go with that um again we're just like starting off we're really really small (laughs) so but on Wednesdays um on our social media Mm -hmm. we have um wellness wednesdays and we like to just kind of spread awareness and give like tips and advice and like um just kind of feel how everybody's feeling about like a certain subject our last one was about a broken macaron Mm. it was imperfect Mm -hmm. but it tasted wonderful and we just want to kind of like create an open forum for people to discuss like what they're going through or Mm -hmm. how to cope with things or like kind of anything that they want to talk about just Mm -hmm. It doesn't even have to be mental Just related. a conversation Just, starter. Yeah. You have a topic for a conversation starter. Yep. So I'll have to look at that on Wednesdays and maybe reshare whatever your topic is for the Wednesdays. That's yeah. great. Because, you know, everybody talks about Taco Tuesday, but it's like every other day could be a thing, too. Yeah. So, you know, like Wellness, Wellness Wednesday. Wednesday. Let's yeah. do it. And, like, <laughs> we'd had Food Truck Friday at work for a while, but they're not doing it anymore. Oh, no. And I'm like, no, Friday needs a new thing. Norton Commons so. has a Food Truck Friday. Yes, yeah, they do. They do. But I work at Women's and Children's. Oh, so oh yeah. yeah. So, um, 
we were saying, I want you to talk about that disorder pack. That, yeah. Like that I bought from you. There was an adorable cookie monster mm-hmm. looking cookie, mm-hmm. which was like layers of layers of cookiness. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> it was a cookie inside of a cookie. Right. It had edible cookie. eyeballs and everything. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so what is each one of the cookies in your disorder pack? Yeah. So right now, um, the, to- the, the, not the top five, I don't want to say it's the top five, but just the five disorders that we've picked, uh, this month to spread awareness about, um, I think we've actually switched one. Oh, um, we did. We switched bipolar um, disorder out for, for ADHD. ADHD. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but that's just because um, I think the mocha. A lot of people were asking for the us to bring mm. the mocha back, so we were like, oh. well, let's get the people what they want. They sure. want ADHD. Let's yeah, they the do. <laughs> we won't put ritalin in it, but yeah. <laughs> here's your sugar. Yeah. So um, right now we have um, five macarons that we're using to spread awareness about. Um, the first one is our um, ADHD, so um, attention hyperactive. Wait, attention. Deficit, Deficit hyperactive, hyperactive disorder. disorder. Sorry, there's a lot of acronyms going around. And what is it? What color is it? It is a, I don't, it's a natural it's a color. It's like yeah. a tan. Okay, because um, you said it's mocha flavor. Yep. So we put yes, coffee okay. in it. Um, okay. Coffee is a natural stimulant. Um, That's true. And people with ADHD, um, I know a bunch of kids who have ADHD, mm-hmm. their parents will sometimes give them coffee. It kind of regulates. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to their stimulant drugs or before they're oh, on? Oh, they're not, they're not on That's none of my drugs. business. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> also, like, we're not, we're not trained clinicians. We are not. Like, by any means, we are not do not. Do. Anything that you hear us like, say, If you're don't. on a stimulant, do you need more coffee? <laughs> need I don't yeah, know. I've never heard that. <laughs> now, maybe if your kid is so young, you're like, I don't want to put on a real one. Here, have some yeah. coffee. No, I thought it was a little different when I heard about it too but Mm -hmm. now I make angel coffee for my daughter you met my daughter does she lack energy no but when (laughs) I drink a cup of coffee just like Brooke you have a daughter Uh and our little girls they want to copy everything we do so she's like I want some coffee so I'll make her some milk Uh I'll make it warm in the microwave and then I'll put a spoonful or two of my coffee in it Uh and then she has her coffee milk while I have my coffee and then we match oh that's 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 cute that's really cute but that's about as much as she's been (laughs) Okay, so we've got the ADHD Mm -hmm. mocha cookie, and what's next? Yes, and um, so the next one that we have um is our um strawberry lemonade, which is our obsessive compulsive disorder, and there's actually a little spiral pattern drawn on top. And so with the strawberry lemonade, um, we actually put pop rocks on the buttercream, and those pop rocks are to um, basically represent the, um, intrusive thoughts that, um, mm. people with OCD might get, have that lead to, to them to perform those compulsive behaviors, like the mm-hmm. intrusive thoughts of like your hands are dirty, the germs mm-hmm. that are on your hands. And then it leads to that behavior of needing mm-hmm. to wash your hands excessively, mm-hmm. um, which we kind of like represented very like plainly in the spiral that we've drawn on top mm-hmm. where, you know, sometimes it can, it can spin a little bit out of uh, control. Or a lot of um, control. Yeah, but you know. Like, like a hurricane. Yeah, and know. so, and that's just a <laughs> kind of, like, uh, spread awareness about, because, you know, you hear a lot of people say, like, oh, I have OCD, like, I, I can't mm-hmm. have this paper this way or something, and it's kind of, like, not making light of the disorder, but, mm-hmm. you know, like, we want to spread awareness it's about what. It's a lack what, of understanding yeah. about the extent yeah, that exactly. it takes to have the mm-hmm. disorder. Yeah. Because for people who do have OCD, it can be a bit debilitating at times, exactly. you know? Exactly, so, and they can't control it. Yeah. They can't just say, oh, I have a problem with this, and it's a pa- it's not a passive thing. Yeah, right. they, you know. yeah. Yeah, or so. it's like, oh, my room is so messy. Like, ah, oh, I can't. Like, I need to clean it because I'm OCD or whatever. If you were OCD, like, your room wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, it probably own. wouldn't get to that point. <laughs> it really makes me think of Monk. Do you remember the detective show Monk? Uh, I, I think 
think I do. I I don't think I ever watched it, but it was like a a, like an older white gentleman that was like, oh no, he was brown. Oh, he was. Never mind. I think like Puerto Rican or something. I think I'm thinking of Mr. Bean. Actually, I think you are thinking of Mr. Bean. Was it? He was English, but no, this guy was like super just nitpicky. I don't know what disorder he had. How about we all go back and rewatch Monk <laughs> and we'll find out what is wrong with him because he had a diagnosis and he had a helper. Anyway, um, what's the third one in your five um, pack of disorders? So the third one would be um, our binge eating disorder, um, which we can't legally tell you what Sesame Street character that is named you after. But... <laughs> but one that likes cookies? Ooh. Yes, but one that is very, very obsessed with cookies. Um, and so the the idea behind our binge eating disorder is kind of just to um, basically use uh, this character to um, show how he can be like mnemonic his um, like his episodes of like eating these cookies kind of like compulsively how that can be mnemonic of someone who may be suffering from binge eating disorder where you know often if when they get triggered it's hard for them to not turn to food to to turn to food for comfort Mm -hmm. um so that's what our idea behind like binge eating disorder is and um again like that one i feel like we kind of get mixed reviews on um i think that people the taste well i just for the concept i think Mm -hmm. that people see oh cookie monster oh that's funny he's Mm -hmm. representing this disorder which we never want to make light of people's um disorders it's always Mm -hmm. trying to be informative Mm -hmm. um but i think that once people you didn't want to make a bulimic cookie though (laughs) no i mean not that we don't want to go too dark with it either. Yeah, so. I mean, we 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 want a get friendly to the face point. on it. I think <laughs> I think that's why I stopped to talk to you was because of the Cookie Monster one. Yeah. I was like, what? Because before I even saw the brain on the T-shirt or the sign, because um, like as a neuro nurse, anytime there's a brain, I get like it piques my interest. Right? I'm like, <laughs> what are they doing over there? <laughs> and um, but I saw the Cookie Monster and or like colored thing and so i had to go back i was like what is this about this is so cute these little googly eyes right so i don't even remember the flavor i think i ate it but i had to give it most of it to my husband because that's what i call him definitely cookie loves, dough. yes oh that's the flavor is yeah, cookie cookie dough. Dough. okay so what's the fourth one in the five pack um, so the fourth one is our, I'm trying we to already talked about the, the depression. Order. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the um, fourth one was the depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that was the passion. So our last one is generalized inside. anxiety. Yes. Okay. Yes. And that is our lavender honey. Um, and the reason why we chose oh. the lavender honey to go with that is because like, you know, people with generalized anxiety often find themselves, uh, stressed or feeling mm-hmm. worrisome about things that they can't, um, often control. Mm-hmm. And so we think like, what's something that like, when you're stressed, what's something that would soothe you, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, we think like lavender and honey, like mm-hmm. a nice cup of tea. Mm-hmm. So it's like the soothing flavors of lavender and honey, um, yeah. will help people like, you know, with generalized anxiety where, mm-hmm. you know, we talk more about the disorder where, you know, it leads you to worry excessively about these things. Mm-hmm. So and yeah. The combination of those flavors is just oh i think amazing. like between that one and the cookie dough those are our mm-hmm. top two uh disorder sellers for sure nice. yeah the lavender honey and the cookie dough okay. do you think it's because of the colors though because people don't get to taste them before they buy them i know that's true i think so it is know. because of how they look yeah i think the and the, i think that the flavors too like people hear ooh lavender honey mm-hmm. and so like when they look at our menu like our little like 
post-it right. little cards. They hear, ooh, lavender honey, that sounds good. So, mm-hmm. Especially yeah. if you're selling them at a farmer's market because then mm-hmm. all the crunchy people are like, oh, that's what I need to get. <laughs> but also, I feel like you should probably put in bold print passion flower flavor next to the black cookie because I never would have thought of that. I would be like, what is this supposed to taste yeah. like? You know, yeah. maybe a best budgie. We've, right? actually, <laughs> we've actually gotten feedback on our mm-hmm. depression one. Um, mm-hmm. We used to decorate them with gold sprinkles oh. and someone told us that they looked like hamburgers. Oh. And so we were like, oh, well, well that's not where we're going with that. No. So, <laughs> that so we yeah. definitely changed that one um, to be a little more appealing. Not that depression is appealing to anyone, but, but you know. But didn't you put, like, the rainbow swirl stuff mm-hmm. on the inside? So that was smart. I yeah. Like so it's not, like, not, like, flat, matte, black all the way through, but it's. Right. Because, like, as someone who has dealt with depression, I definitely know how it's just hard to see things outside of like you have rose colored glasses or you could have dark cloud colored glasses so even if you are capable of having like a happiness on the inside it's like you just can't see past all of these dark thoughts right and so I think the macaron would totally resonate with me in that Mm -hmm. so thank you for sharing that and for raising awareness about uh how normal it is to deal with the mental health issue and also you are aware of the resources in our community so if someone starts talking to you about it you could probably point them in the direction of where they can get help Mm -hmm. right yep those are also listed on all of our menus um and your website we carry with us it is on our website or well not our website well, our your, social media, our, social social media. media. Oh, our website yeah. is in the works yes we are um, working on that so. very cool <laughs> yes um, All right. But yeah, those are definitely listed for. And then, what's your Instagram to... handle? It is at manic dot macarons. Okay. And that's macarons with one o, not one two. O. Um, that's right. The other one is macaroons. So <laughs> we always there we is always a manic say... dot macaroons. Oh, oh no, no, I don't no? Think so. oh, we don't know. We just uh, oh, okay. The don't other want kind people of people to think macaroons and then type in the mm-hmm. wrong word. I um, have come to learn that macaroons are cookies that involve coconut. Yes. yes. And yours do not involve coconut. No, we have Unless a toasted we have a coconut, coconut flavored one. Flavored yeah. one, but <laughs> it's seasonal and may not always be available. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you macaroons guys really always... like the coconut, yeah. then we will make it available. Oh, whenever you guys want. Okay. But we actually joke about making a poster that has like a picture of like a macaron on it and be mm-hmm. like this is a macaron and then next to that is a macaroon and you then next should. to that is like macaroni like joking <gasps> about it like yes <laughs> these are the difference between all of these words that sounds similar because <laughs> like it would help the common people like me who yeah. didn't i didn't go to culinary school and i just i'm not a big cookie person honestly i love cheesecake yeah my husband loves cookies so i'm like here have all the cookies so <laughs> I, you guys are educating me so much oh yeah we're actually working on um a cheesecake one too right now <gasps> We, my birthday is it's October a, 2nd. <laughs> we're actually uh, looking to make a strawberry cheesecake. Um, and we're thinking we're going to make that one our uh, borderline personality disorder. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So Do again, I there's have just to have always... a borderline personality disorder diagnosis to eat no. the macaron? But we can't oh, promise absolutely. you won't have it after you eat it. Where? Yeah. <laughs> I'll split off. This is me on macarons. This is me not on macarons. <laughs> Well, thank you, Brooke and Cynthia, for sharing this with us. And where can people buy the macarons from you? Can they order them online? Yes, they can. They can um, follow us on our social media on Facebook and Instagram and place orders that way. Or they can come see us at Farmer's Markets. We post okay. on our social media which ones we're going to be at every week. Okay. Yeah. Does, Does it, it change every use? week? It 
will upcoming. Mm-hmm. Normally, we'll do um, Jefferson Town Farmers Market on Saturday mornings, and then Norton mm-hmm. Commons on Sunday afternoons. Okay. Um, but in the upcoming weeks, we mm-hmm. do have a few appearances at um <laughs> other places that we're going to be making. Yeah, we're gonna we'll start looking to split too. So um, oh, so there's two, two of different us, stands. So we'll, like, yeah, so okay. we'll be able to divide and conquer. Yes. As they say, so that's right. Double <laughs> yeah. up. All right. Well, now you can find manic macarons and. Check them out on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you in the next one. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>